What's up, party people, and welcome to another episode of the Runner Under the Influence podcast. Once again, I am your host, Franklin Presbot, aka Frank the Running Tank, and uh, welcome to episode 32, and the Miami Half Marathon is done with, and uh, I'm going to get into full details of what happened, and for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you will know that the race didn't go as planned, so... um. Yeah, just get into details from what I think went wrong, um, and uh, the entire weekend pretty much summarized up um, why I chose to take this week off and and avoid any intensity or any uh, strenuous activity, and uh, yeah, my plans going forward, um, what I'm going to do if I'm going to have another race, so... Um, I'll make sure to touch on all those topics as the episode goes on or progresses. So, um, let's just get right into it, the Miami Half Marathon. So, I'll start off with the weekend and how it started. Friday was good. Got my uh, pre-race ritual haircut um, and pretty much took it easy that Friday. Saturday came. I did a shakeout run um, in the morning with the Nike Run Club. Um, which was fun. We did three miles exactly um, around Wynwood, basically where the expo was. And then I went to the expo, picked up my babe, and uh, did a good amount of walking. Um, got some film with the GoPro. And uh, yeah, just uh, went around, talked to vendors, um, a couple running coaches that were there. Um, and uh, yeah, just getting information, you know, of what was going on and most of the products that were there and things like that. Um, got a lot of footage. Uh, they had free coffee, which was awesome. Complimentary all day. Didn't matter how many times you went back. You always got a nice espresso with or without sugar or milk. And then you get to do your own thing after that. So it wasn't too bad, man. It was a good experience. Um, so that was Saturday. And then I had a nice dinner date and, uh, which was fun. Um, carved up pasta, had all the dessert and felt good still at the end of the night like i was uh i was full but i wasn't feeling heavy in a sense um and that was around nine ish uh fell asleep around maybe 10 10 30 and then woke up pretty early maybe 2 34 yeah i'll say 2 30 2 45 on sunday which was race day um nerves were in full gear um or top gear better said and they were, uh, yeah, my stomach was for the worse. So uh, <clears throat> I decided to have, um, usually I'll have a waffle and some uh, just Aunt Jemima maple syrup um, for breakfast before a long run. Uh, that's what I usually have. And then uh, I chose for a bagel and uh, some almond butter. That I had there, a packet of almond butter I got from the uh, from the expo from one of the vendors, and uh, yeah, I was pretty much on my way. Drove to the event, parked, uh, started walking there. It was raining a little bit, so uh, I didn't have too many layers on. Like I chose to wear uh, Hoka Nepalis, uh, the second pair that I have, um, which were probably like fifteen maybe 20 miles into them, about 20 miles into them. So uh, with the half marathon now and all the walking I did, they probably have like a good uh, 35, 36, 
maybe 37-ish miles on them, so they're still relatively brand new. Um, but yeah, uh, I got some socks at the expo that I chose to wear too. I got my compression sleeves and nothing uh, too out of the ordinary besides some new things that I added on there. Um, and uh, yeah, took uh, my pre-race nutrition around 5.35, uh, 5.40-ish. Start time was like 6.15. Yeah, start time was like 6.15, 6.20. So, um, yeah, uh, got in my corral and uh, start light went off and it was a good start. You know, I started off uh, pretty conservative. Uh, maybe too conservative, about 30 seconds, um, slower than I wanted to start off at, but, um, I was gaining ground as the, uh, I guess the, uh, you know, how the, the beginning of the, of the Miami Marathon is very tight and everybody goes onto this on-ramp to get onto the MacArthur Causeway that goes to, uh, South Beach. So in that, it's, a uh, pretty it's just a pretty like confined space for 20,000 odd runners to run through um, So once you break off to the MacArthur Causeway everybody starts slowing down so you can maneuver your way up um, Taking it relatively pretty easy. That's probably why, why I was a little bit conservative because of the fact that it was an uphill um, On that first bridge which is the most amount of elevation you get on that run regardless uh, Besides the second bridge afterwards, but it's not as big and then I get over that first bridge and I'm coming down past the first for the first aid station. It's about a mile and a half, maybe, uh, from uh, the start and feeling good. Mile two, feeling okay. My stomach starts to feel a little weird. And uh, I'll say maybe 400 meters out from the 5K mark. Uh, yeah, like, uh, so it was kind of like a burp, you know, it was like, uh, like a, like if you drink a beer or you chug a beer and you have that kind of like gas that just comes up, it felt like that, but it turned into a full on vomit fest and I pretty much threw up, uh, the bagel, the, uh, almond butter spread, um, and the pre-race uh, spring energy that I took. Um, probably was there for like a good 90 to, I don't know, 120 seconds between there. And then um, knew that I was behind um, my, uh, what I thought, what I wanted my first 5K mark to be around. So um, after that, I was pretty... Just fixated on making up the time that I lost. And uh, I just didn't approach it very smart. Now that I think back to it, now that I've had more time and it's been um, two days since the race, you can have more time to think back. And I think uh, I tried to make up those two minutes all in one. Uh, yeah, like all at once instead of spreading it out throughout the miles and doing everything else. So um, I pretty much... At that point, I pretty much lost uh, or lost sight of the race, of my race, of running my race. And uh, I was on this catch-up for the rest of the frenzy. But um, to that extent, around, um, I made it to mile 10 
where uh, I was cutting it close, but I had a two-minute, um, give or take two-minute window where I could have made my one sub-130 goal. Um, but when I chose to pick up the pace, I had nothing left. And I pretty much fell apart. Um, just like last year, you get a cramp. This one was behind, though. It was still tight until today. I kid you not. So much stretching didn't do any justice. But today, I pretty much uh, broke a bottom piece of the mop out and started working um, like my uh, hamstring area, which is uh, just now feeling better. But I felt it there, and then it trickled onto uh, my knee, which is where I felt that cramp last year, um, around mile 8. But, um, yeah, uh, that one was tough, at least for a little bit. Like, I I just, <clears throat> I didn't want to stop. I knew if I stopped, I couldn't keep going. And if I stopped, I wasn't going to make it, so I had to just sleep it. And you can pretty much see where my run deteriorated. Like, if you look at my, uh, if you look at my numbers on these splits, pretty good until mile 10 and then after that it just uh it broke apart it sucked but uh it wasn't all that bad my fitness was there it wasn't bad i ran a 143 13 minutes off and that that's basically <laughs> when i think about it that's basically the last 5k which i blew up in and um yeah, man, I was so disappointed. I was beating myself up all oh, my finished. By the time I finished, I was beating myself up so much. Um, it sucked. It sucked. I was very disappointed. But you start taking things and you start realizing that sometimes failure is necessary in order for you to learn, um, to learn from those things and to take things away from that. You know, as long as you do that. So that next time you approach a starting line and um, are running towards a finish, you do not make the same mistakes you made at this one. You know, and I think that's how we learn. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. And um, yeah, I don't I don't think I can uh, ask of anything else. Excuse me, guys. Give me one second. I am plugging this in. Because there we go. So half this podcast is gonna be with good lighting, at least the video version of it, and the other half is not. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> uh yeah, so that's how you learn. You learn from failures, you learn from mistakes at times. And uh it sucks, man. It really does suck when things don't go your way. Um I don't know if it was the nerves or why I threw up. I blame it on the nerves. I blame myself for the race, first and foremost. Um, that is completely within my control, and I could have done something to mitigate uh, those issues beforehand, or maybe I didn't prepare enough, or it wasn't enough sleep, or uh, who knows, maybe I overtrained, and my I just blew up, and my, 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 my body couldn't handle the effort that I was asking for it on that day, and... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it could be a number of things, and I guess the difficult part for me now, excuse me, I'm here. Um, <clears throat> I guess the difficult part for me now is uh, finding out what it is, 
and going through the options and narrowing it down and then just trying to uh, fix it, you know? Because um, I'm definitely planning to race again. I have a 5K and a another half marathon coming up. Um, because uh, for those of you uh, that listened to previous episodes, you would know I am uh, I plan on bumping up my distance now to the marathon distance. And uh, yeah, I got two races left before I do that. And it's uh, pretty much where it is. It's pretty much where I'm at now. Um, so I think uh, I think when it all comes down to it, the fact that I finished alone is a victory in itself. And I only just started realizing after I beat myself up and was very hard and and uh, just uh, pretty. Uh, yeah, just pretty hard on myself. I, you know, I found that finishing was a, a, a triumph in itself of its own. So um, took that as a win. And then just uh, like I said, you got to learn from these things. And when things don't go your way, you just got to learn from them and don't make the same mistakes again. And I won't. So uh, 5K coming up March 3rd and then March 31st will be the Key Biscayne Half Marathon. So those are my upcoming plans, people. Um, and we're stay tuned. I am taking this week off. Um, it's just easy. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, no running at all. I did go to the gym and do some um, uh, stationary bike yesterday for 50 minutes. And then I did core. And then today I did core as well for 15. I did stationary bike for 27 minutes, give or take a few minutes. I mean, a few seconds. And then I did uh, a 5K row on the indoor rowing machine at the gym. Which is a good overall workout and tomorrow i will hit my first miles uh again uh since the race basically so we will see um i don't know if i'm gonna do it on the treadmill or outside depending on the weather and how i'm feeling but um i am gonna do some easy miles and then most of my miles this week are all gonna be easy because next week starts a uh eight week training block for the uh, half marathon coming up on the 31st. And uh, yeah, I am uh, shooting for that 130 goal, that sub 130 goal. And uh, I know I can do it and I know I have it in myself. It's just, uh, like I said, pinpointing what went wrong and just trying to uh, not repeat those same mistakes. And I think, uh, um, I think I, Got my work cut out for me, so. Um, oh, by the way, look. That's the medal right here, guys. Uh, that's the bib up there. And then this is 2018. This will be 2019 on this side. And I'm pretty much going to do the same races besides the Mud Titan race. I will not be doing that one again this year. And uh, I'll be doing a few more, though. That's for sure. Um... So the most marathon, I'll do that one again with a half marathon. And then uh, the turkey trot, kibis gain, and then the 5K. Yeah, so most of these. I don't know if I'm going to do that 10K again. But if I do or don't, obviously you guys will find out. And uh, we'll keep that going. Um, I am also very happy uh, with my fitness level at the, at the moment. Which is why I think a good week off, I don't think I'll lose too much fitness. Um, not doing anything too intense and then just uh, going back and jumping next week jumping back into that short eight week 
training block. I just think my body needs time to uh, relax and loosen up before I start ramping things back up. So that's why I chose to take this week off. Mm. Mind you, next week is my birthday as well. So I am going to Colorado, but um, I don't know if I'm going to be hitting the mountains, to be honest with you. I'm not familiar with them. I want to, and if the weather permitting, because I know shit is cold up there, um, like extremely cold up there, and I don't know if the trails are good or if they're going to be open uh, given the weather. So we'll see, but I will do some running, hopefully, uh, whether it's in the city or... uh, um, maybe I, I won't, I can't do Boulder, but I'll try Golden and I'll try Colorado Springs or somewhere where it might be, uh, a little warmer or maybe the trails might be a little more maintained or more trafficked in a sense. Um, but you guys will definitely hear it. Uh, I'll see if I take my gear and I do some podcasts over there. Um, but if not, when I get back, obviously, um, the podcast will be a little late next week, maybe Thursday or Friday. Um, but I'll have lots of good stuff, taking the GoPro, catching some footage as well. Um, okay, so episode 30 is on the YouTube channel. Episode 31 is going to be on the YouTube channel, and then episode 32 is going to be on the YouTube channel as well before this weekend. So I'm going to try to do everything by Friday so that we can be up to date and I can start syncing the audio files with the video files that I'm going to put online and there'll be like a day of separation but everything will be um up to date so you won't get uh last week's episode when this week's audio um episode comes out you know um so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that i'm gonna sync those things up and just keep it moving forward um that is all i can do for now that's all i can ask for myself um and yeah just gonna enjoy my birthday and uh just chase that 130, man. I know I can do it, and I know I have it. I have the engine for it. I just, uh, my legs need to show up. I just need to fucking tough it out, man. My legs need to show up. Um, stick to my diet. Don't do anything different on race day. That is the number one rule, and then just go out and do it. I know I can. So, I think that's pretty much it. I think I covered everything I want to talk about. Um, oh, I guess there's one more thing. Um, don't give up, people. Don't give up. There's one thing I have taken away from this. Do not give up, <clears throat> whether it's um, a race or in life. Do not give up. You owe it to yourself um, to see things through and whatever they may be, good or bad, um, as a human being. We are meant to feel things and to go through things in order to grow and um, pass on knowledge and share wisdom with one another. And when you negate that for yourself um, and you give up and give in and uh, do not try new things out of fear or out of the doubt, out of maybe out of the fear that you will fail, um, I think you you kind of limit your potential and what you are capable of. So, um, giving up should not be an option and never should be an option. See things through, no matter good or bad. And uh, yeah, man, 
you guys will, will thank yourselves for it. Trust me, in the long run, it'll pay off. So, uh, episode 32, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I covered basically everything I wanted to cover, man. Um, marathon went well. I hope you guys are doing great. We will talk next week. And uh, Instagram handle, Frank the Running Tank, for the podcast is at Runner Under the Influence Podcast. Um, Twitter is F the Running Tank. Facebook is Franklin Presbot. And uh, Podbean, iTunes. It's soon going to be on a few more things. I'm going to get it on Spotify and I'm going to get it on. Um, what's the other one? What's the other one? What's the other one? What's the other one? Another one? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, peace.